It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this broadcast of the Journey Through Stuck on the Divas That Care Network. See all the amazingness from all the different Divas That Care on www.divasthatcare.com. But I love this Tuesday Talk segment on the Journey Through Stuck with my friend and sister, Amanda Beach. And our father is impressed upon our hearts to be sharing about how you run a godly business because it's not something that's taught or I haven't we, we haven't found it taught very often. And so we're just sharing about our experiences and what the father is placing on our heart. And Amanda has a really, really awesome segment today. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say. She gave me a little preview. <laughs> I've been excited all night. <laughs> well, I was reading on Sunday in Deuteronomy. So if you haven't read through the Old Testament. I know it kind of has a reputation for being kind of heavy, but there's so much goodness in the Old Testament and it really informs how you read the New Testament. So go read the Old Testament. Um, but I was reading Deuteronomy 6 and 7 and this is Moses talking to the people of Israel after they've been wandering around in the desert for 40 years. And they're finally about to enter into the promised land. They're finally, finally about to arrive. And so what Moses is telling them is, take care. You are about to experience the, the promise fulfilled. You're about to enter into this land of milk and honey, You've been hearing about this place for 40 years. I mean, I mean, longer than that, you know, <laughs> this has been, this has been prepared for you. You are about to experience all of this goodness. And what's interesting is Moses, he's not just like, all right, go on, go on in, you guys have fun. <laughs> he says, listen, listen you guys need to remember, you need to remember that God is the one that brought you to this space. God is the one that walked you through every day you wander, uh, you wandering in the wilderness. He went before you. He brought you out of slavery. Do not forget the Lord your God. Do not forget and run after all of these other distractions, all these other idols, because the Lord your God is the one who is who's given you these blessings and he's given you these blessings, not because of you, but because of his goodness and his mercy. He chose you the smallest of all nations. It wasn't because of your size. It wasn't because of like some special quality that you had. He chose you because he wanted you to be a nation that points people to him. And it even says like in seven, you are a chosen people um, you are people holy to the Lord, your God, the Lord, your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. It was not because you were more in number than any other peoples that the Lord set his love on you and chose you. You were the fewest of people 
but it's because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to his fathers. And then it goes on to say, um, he brought you out with a mighty hand, redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the house of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Know therefore the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. And so what's really interesting to me about this passage is like when we know God, when we experience salvation, when we understand that he loves us, that he's chosen us, that he sent his son to take our place and um, be the atonement for our sins. Christians, especially in business, we look around and we see, oh, look at these awesome strategies by these motivational speakers. And um, I need to, you know, this person's doing something really clever. And that person says, I need to think a certain way. And I need, need to say these certain things to myself. And I need to speak out into the world and make these things happen. And here's the thing. It's, it's slowly chipping away at our focus on the God who has brought us into this place of grace and mercy. And we start forgetting that he is the one that brought us into this, this beautiful relationship with him. When we start looking around at the world and, and I think we just touched on this last week, like not all motivational speakers are bad. Not all self-help books are bad. There's a lot of really good ones out there, but it takes discernment and it takes keeping your eyes focused on the Lord. So it says here in six that, um, and when the Lord your God brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you with great and good cities that you did not build, houses full of all good things that you did not fill, and cisterns that you did not dig, and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. So when I read this, I think, <laughs> I the peace and the joy that I have from God is not something I created. It's not, you know, my, the, uh, the joy I have when I spend time with him, when I pray, the, the the relationship that I have with him, it's not because I did something super special and clever. It's because God said, I'm giving you this gift because I'm gracious. Amen. So when you eat and are full, take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Is the Lord your God. You shall fear him. You shall serve. And by his name, you shall swear. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of people around you. The Lord your God is in your in your midst is a jealous God. So he, and then um, right before that, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk along the way, when you lie down, when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand. They shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. The way we stay focused on God and remember that he is the one that is going to give us the wisdom that we need yes. is by keeping in the word. Staying in the word, making that be the first thing that you go to for wisdom. The first thing that you go to when you feel depressed, when you feel stressed, when you feel anxious. There's a lot of great resources out there that can that can help that God has put on this planet that can help us. But his word says that he has given us everything we need for life and godliness in in his scripture. Yeah. Everything we need for life and godliness. And 
if we believe that he is a God of truth and a God that keeps his promises, then we have to believe that as well. And it just, it was really, it's, it's been really um, apparent to me just in the last six months that I've spent so much time chasing after a lot of worldly strategies and worldly wisdom to try to move forward in my business because I see this person succeeding and that person moving forward. And, you know, and I get on, I get on social media and they're like, all you have to do is to work hard. And, um, you know, um, say what I, mean, I was, reading, I was reading a bunch yesterday to my husband and I was like, do you hear this? Like this, this narrative that's out there on social media is so, it's so hard to hear because they throw God in there sometimes. I'm so thankful to the Lord for blessing me and doing all this stuff. But then, and the next post would say, it's all about appreciating yourself and putting yourself first and valuing yourself over everything else. And I'm like, you can't have both of those things. Right. And that narrative is so sneaky. It's so subtle. It's so sneaky, but it's so dangerous because it's not, I mean, when we see stuff on the news, that's bad. You know, we're like, no, like that stuff is wrong. We can call it out. But when it's subtle and sneaky, then it makes its way in very, in very small ways and very small bits. And we start accepting a little bit here. Oh, that sounds good. A little bit there. But if we aren't using the word of God to inform and to um, renew our minds every day, then those wor that worldly wisdom, that self idolatry um, thinking, takes our eyes off of God, takes our eyes off of the one who's brought us blessings, who has given us the gift of salvation, and it starts putting it onto our own strength and our own wisdom, and that is going to remove us from being close to God. We're gonna, it's going to be harder for us to hear what God says and to know this is what God wants me to do. Because we are listening to all of the all of this sneaky, subtle language of self-promotion and it's idolatry. It's just like he's saying, don't go after what all these nations are doing. It's idolatry. So I really appreciated this morning because we want to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, yeah. and strength. And the world is trying to take our focus away from him. And when you're doing this business. We want to be successful, right? Yeah. And success so many times looks like a large paycheck or your, you know, the world, that's what the world tells us. You're successful when you make a lot of money. You're successful when you're super high rank in your company. But what does God say success is? It's in alignment with his will for your life. Amen. And that's not going, I mean, it, that might mean he will bring you into a place where you are a leader in your company that might mean he brings you into a place where you have lots of success with your business but no matter what even if those two things happen we have to remember that our success is that is not the success the success is i am in the center of god's will for me that is what really matters more than anything else uh, so this was a great reminder for me this week <laughs> It's just so beautiful. And as you were talking, it was really touching me too, because I've run into that a lot. As you're trying to build a new business, um, it's easy to go to the worldly way. 
and I'm like you, there's all kinds of self-help books, and a lot of things that can really speak to you and can help, but you got to measure it against the actual tuning fork, which is this, mm -hmm. right? If we all tune to this, we'll be playing our piano in the same way. Otherwise, we'll all go off and be playing like it'll sound horrible, right? And it doesn't feel good. And I have to, like in small ways, we were just talking about this a minute ago, but just even in prayer, I used to think of prayer as something where I would take my problems to God or check it off the list. But if I pray, like everybody, most of us know the Lord's Prayer or have heard of it, it starts out by saying, give glory to God. And if I realize that we're in the throne room of the creator of the universe, right? Just think about even one tree. If he can speak one tree, right, into existence, or he knows every hair on our head, yeah. he knows everything. He's so great. And when I'm like sitting there and I'm trying to pray, the enemy wants to distract us, right? He wants to cause all these like, oh, but you didn't do this and you didn't do that. You should be up building your website and you should be writing blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, no, I'm in the, I'm in the presence of God right now. And I'm just going to be in that space. Yeah. I'll feel all that like internal stress and trauma go away and his peace comes inside of me. Yeah. So there's all kinds of Psalms. I love the Psalms too, because it's, there's so many, like this one came today was Psalms 8. Oh God, our master, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You who set your splendor above the heavens. Just even saying that verse at the beginning of your prayer or Psalms 100 at the beginning of your prayer brings you back to the fact that God is amazing and he's awesome. He already knows what we need, right? That's like sixth yeah. on the list, right? Asking for your stuff and asking to forgive people, <laughs> right? It's like glorify God, honor God, ask for his mm -hmm. kingdom. And really that helps me to keep a kingdom perspective and to know this is all going to be a vapor and it's what we learn and how, how good are we at applying the tune and fork and helping others do the same. Yeah. But, and I know it's hard guys for those who are listening when you're in this business, cause you look online and there's so much pressure to be like everybody else and to be about your own hype and your own business. And you you know what I mean? Oh, I did this and I did that. And I struggle all the time to remember, no, this is all from God. This is his, right? And if we give him the glory and we do it in the small things and then we do it in the bigger things and the bigger things and the bigger things, he gives you more responsibility, you know? I don't know. That's what I feel. But I love this. This is awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. A friend of mine, we're talking um, um, yesterday and she was saying how so many times she'll, she'll hear people use wealth or riches money as an indicator of God's blessing. And I, and I was telling her that it's actually kind of sad to me when people do that because it, it makes the riches that we already have in the Lord seem like not as good. Like we already have, we already have beyond. Yes. I mean, the, the abundance of riches that we have in him are so much greater than any money amount. Exactly. You know, like abundance in the Christ is not does not look the same as as what the as what the world's going to see it as. So, I mean, how many Christians out there? How many people, believers out there, have left everything to go follow a call because you can't do anything else when you're His. You go wherever he calls you to go. Amen. And sometimes that means you don't have anything, you yeah. know? 
And that's okay because when you're in the center of God's will, you have everything, everything you could possibly need. Mom. Yes. Can you say hi? Thank you so much. That really, um, and if there's anybody out there seeking answers, questions, or trying to run a godly business, or trying to you just reach out to me. Because we really just want to share God's light and love in this crazy, crazy world. And we know it can be confusing and difficult. And it's a journey every day, you know. But if you start in prayer and you start with some time in the tuning fork, you'll find your way. Thank you. I'm always blessed to be on with you, my friend. And I can't wait for next Tuesday. Thank you so much. I'm going to bring. <laughs> Have an awesome day. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.